Welcome to James Sanders and Politics, Culture, History, and Current Events, Episode 2. Are Americans really selling out America, or is it Marxists in positions of power? As more and more people are starting to find my writings on the Communist Takeover in America series, I have some that are kind of wondering how Americans would so easily sell out America with these Marxist policies. And don't get me wrong, there are sellouts. If you think about Marxism, Marxism originated in Europe in the late 1800s, pushed by Karl Marx and Frederick Engels. And the both of them did tour around Europe trying to push the ideology. And there are intellectuals that Marx did base his theories upon, typically suggesting that they missed this or that bit, which he attempted to explain to justify his thoughts and his ideologies. But really, the number of people here in America that are pushing this, when you look at the scope of America as a nation and the actual population, it really is a small minority. And all they're doing is they're pushing the already indoctrinated. The ones doing this aren't Americans. They hate America. They hate everything it stands for. They hate all of the freedoms that we as Americans enjoy. Many of them, as we discussed in the last episode concerning the Frankfurt School, they come here with the intentions of using the freedoms and benefits of America to destroy her. So, remembering that the Marxist ideology and the way it's spread really right now is through academia, the Frankfurt School, and Columbia University. We've already had this discussion for those that have listened to my other podcasts or to those that have read what I've been writing lately. It has literally infected all of our social sciences. Now, if you think about things in our history, and you dig a little bit deeper into Frankfurt and then the ones that came to Columbia, there are certain ones of them that wound up settling in California itself. If you remember, when we discussed this in the last podcast episode, they had figured out that culture would be the delivery method by breeding all kinds of tension between races, ethnicities, culture overall, and different cultural beliefs. And the ones that did settle out California direction became very active in influencing things in film, cinema, as it was then. If you think about things, 
I'm not sure if there are so many that remember this. And in ways, this gives away my age a little bit. And this was even a little bit before my time, but I remember hearing about it throughout my childhood and growing up. Stories from, you know, family members. Things that I saw when I eventually got online. Anybody remember James Dean? Kind of the original rebel without a cause in that very same film. And that was around 1955. Later, um, before we skip to the next bit there, let's think about that. All the girls loved them. Most of the men of the time, the younger ones wanted to be like them. It was open rebellion against a lot of things on that silver screen. Then later, we had another rebel. Who was Elvis? Again, all the women loved him. A lot of the guys wanted to be like him. He was kind of rebellious through his music. So we started having this kind of culture with the help of cinema and those involved pushing a type of rebellion. And then we had the 60s that came along, the hippie revolution, the free love. You remember all the protests back then about Vietnam? Behind the scenes on that one, though, if you look at Nam, that was a war, in part, attempting to prevent, again, the spread of communism. And the generals of that time were not allowed to pursue the enemy above, what, the 42nd parallel? Had they allowed, and this being our military institutions, had they allowed that pursuit in order to fully crush the communism that was there, again, communism, a Marxist interpretation, how different would things be for Vietnam today? And we see this recurring. There was a time that China was not communist in nature. Back during the times of Chiang Kai-shek. But again, remember, the infiltration of the social sciences is what leads to degrees. And isn't it typically those with degrees that wind up in positions of power? Supposedly in those positions of power because of the extra education that they have above the typical person. So when you have Marxist indoctrinated minds and a kind of brain cancer that results, that believe everything about Marxism and the romanticization of Marxism and Marx's man while neglecting the dark sides of all those ideologies that sprang forth from communism. Well, Marxism, not communism. Communism being one of them. Remember, in, in communism, you have the variants. Leninism, Stalinism, Trotskyism, and even Maoism would eventually hit China. 
And then socialism, and again, this has been discussed, and most scholars will not admit this for whatever reason, but Hitler's Germany was a combination of nationalists and socialists, and again, I have discussed before about Otto Strasser being at least one such socialist with his brother that were involved in the early forming of the Nazi party. So these are all interpretations of Marxism. They have all led to the utter destruction of the citizenry, deaths repeatedly from purges of those that thought differently than those in power. And if you think about it, this is the very reason why <laughs> Marxism in any form, nor any form that they will later invent, because they're always looking for ways to spread this cancer and blow nations apart from within, because New World Order really is about some form of Marxism and complete citizenry control, control in all nations. Human nature in and of itself. America's founding fathers knew very well about human nature. They knew that every person within them has the great capacity for great good or great evil depending on their choices. And the answer to that was a type of restraint of government to prevent human nature from destroying the citizenry and this is why a constitutional republic that protected the individual rights and the individual was the goal and what they created. You have to understand that through these things, the Marxists are always looking for ways to infiltrate anything they can relating to culture and then they will use the useful idiots, the ones indoctrinated with the Marxist brain cancer, to push their agendas. And they do this quite readily and handily. Because, again, journalism is but yet another social science degree. And we have seen journalism, which is no longer today journalism. It's propaganda and it's as bad as Russian Pravda. They often want to spin realities. They are literally helping to keep racism on life support. And they have the help of the hucksters like, hmm, what's his name? Hasn't paid his taxes. Sharpton. Yes, good old Al. That was the name that I was stretching for. They are frozen in a time where this nation did have racial issues. And there was a civil war to correct that problem and a great many men died in the pursuit of racial equality. Not equity people, equality. Be sure to know 
equity and equality are two completely different things. Through their now very prominent and noticeable media control, they always want to put the spotlight on these sporadic instances. And unfortunately, the brain dead that listen to it and believe it seemingly have no ability to look around them. They suggest such systematic racism. Well, I can tell you right now where I'm from. I got a couple different skin colors in my neighborhood. Guess what? Mostly not an issue. Now, unfortunately, we have some coming in from New Jersey and New York that seem to be bringing their attitudes with them and there are certain areas of this place I live in now that crime is on the rise. Hell, there was just a shooting a few blocks away from where I lived the other night. And this is an area that I've been in for a good 10 years and we've never had problems like this. But as you have these cancer-ridden mentalities fleeing their cesspools, unfortunately they seem to bring their ideologies with them and then they wonder why later on after fleeing from where they fled that the place they go to starts becoming similar and the process repeats and they're totally oblivious to their own part in creating it these are useful idiots again Marxist indoctrinated minds so they push these things like I was saying the Floyd instance most of us found that horrific they never did tell us the full story from the beginning and this is something the Marxists and the media are guilty repeatedly removing context they only share the part of things in a story that benefits the triggering of their Marxist foot soldiers and the ones too lazy and too ignorant to dig deeper or too ignorant to realize maybe they should reserve judgment for just a little while longer until the full story comes out all of them most times led by their emotion rather than common sense thought they've done the same thing with gun control and their pushes and you know oh this is such a problem well again if you look at FBI statistics you will learn that there are quite a few hammers used there's quite a few other things including baseball bats used and at the end of the day the simple reality is this somebody who decides to murder and kill is going to use the tool that's readily available and it doesn't matter whether guns exist or not before the invent of guns and knives and everything else people were murdering each other with their bare hands and this will continue for those that wish to do so you're never going to legislate morality
and if you look at the control concerning supposed gun violence, it's always about the semi-automatic weaponry, usually some kind of a long gun, a rifle. FBI statistics show <laughs> that stuff is rarely used, but it sure does, again, gain quite a bit of airtime, doesn't it? People, just because they're pushing certain instances, and yes, some of them are heinous, they are things that should not happen, but it doesn't mean that they're happening all over the place. Look around you. The proof that it's not happening all over the place is right there. And if you just bothered to look, you would see and notice. Again, racism. When you're out and about where you live, or are, you know, whites crossing other to the crossing over to the other side of the street in order to avoid minorities, that's racism. Are whites not talking to minorities? Do whites not have friends that are minorities? I got news for people. Yeah, we're all in this together. But most of the ones in control are not. And this is something, unfortunately, that happens on both sides. You have Democrats that are really socialists. You have Republicans that are really rhinos. So there's a reason why a lot of things get bounced around. But to not wax too long, the simple answer to the question about are Americans really selling out America? No, because the ones doing it aren't Americans. They're Marxists and useful idiots. So, thanks to those that uh, shared their time. It's much appreciated. Hopefully, you'll check in with me from time to time to see what I'm up to. At this point in time, there is still no hard recording format that I'm going with. There is no schedule. These things are still, at this point, to a degree, when I have the time to do them, and what my mind tells me I might need to speak with you about. Do please, if you haven't already, find the website. I don't necessarily go into the sources during our little conversations here, but I do fully source everything I write that I post on the website and the blog. And that, once again, is www.james-r-sanders.com. Again, www.james-r-sanders.com. Simply my name with dashes in between. So, until next time, be safe. Share what you know with your friends. And nothing else. Reduplicate my research that you will find the source to on the blog send me a note if you have some additional evidence that maybe I've missed I'm always open to uh, evaluating things that I might have missed that may change my outlook but at this point in time trust me when I say to you 
our enemy at this point in time as Americans are Marxists and the Marxist doctrinated. So until next time, take care, be safe.